0: You're listening to the Laura the Library Lady podcast, presented by the Maslin Public Library. Hi, it's Laura the Library Lady here at the Maslin Public Library in our Duncan House basement studio with our local author, Debbie Edmiston welcome, Debbie.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're
0: welcome. Um, as a local author in our area, can you talk about your background and where you're originally
1: from? Well, this is just a little bit of trivia. I just recently did the 23 Me thing oh, and found out that I'm 100% European, so you probably don't want to go that far back. <laughs> <laughs> um, ancestry from mostly Germany, a little bit British, mostly and Germany? a little bit Irish. Yeah. Very interesting. But for my generation, um, I was raised the first 10 years of my life in Akron, and then my family moved to Canal Fulton when I was 10 and lived the rest of my childhood there. Um, Since being married, Pretty much North Canton area, a, a okay. three-year stint in Jacksonville, Florida. But oh my goodness, yeah, you left us. But back to Ohio, <laughs> <laughs>
0: they always come back, don't they? <laughs> yes, everybody comes. I was back. not
1: a fan of Florida.
0: <laughs> well, you know the weather; everybody likes it.
1: Mm. But yeah, it wasn't yeah, if if my used cup of tea. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, can you tell
1: us a little bit about how you got started writing? Well, from the time. I think I read my first book. I knew I wanted to write, and you know, growing up there were some issues and different things going on, and you know, then getting married, having my children, and but it was always my goal to write, and but I always had this fear that I couldn't finish things because when wow. I was younger I didn't, and so um, I think I've told you this before. One thing that held me back was where to break paragraphs. I mean, it sounds silly, but it was like a real fear of mine and um so anyways, when I was in my early 40s, I went through a traumatic event, um losing my mom, and that kind of prompted me to start writing and I've just been writing ever since. So
0: a sad event and yet it has led to probably a lot right. of joy, I would say, and right. bringing um, enjoyment and happiness to other people as well. Because I know you have um, not only done children's books, but you do adult books,
1: too. Right. And how many books are you up to now? Um, I think it's going to be 11. Wow. Twelve. I think it's going to be 12 when the new one comes out. That's
0: wonderful. Oh my so. Goodness. so all different genres. Um, I know you do, as I mentioned, children's, also kind of inspirational mm-hmm. do you want to talk about that a
1: little bit um i call it faith-based fiction very good and okay. i got started with that because a lot of faith-based things that i was finding in bookstores you know mm-hmm. like barnes and Noble and that were kind of just very soft and didn't deal with the really raw
0: oh kind of issues not of, the of real life world okay
1: yeah just kind of you know, I have nothing against Amish romances. I'm just saying, like... Right, those are fun. To really deal but. with the hard issues of life, mm-hmm. faith-wise. Mm-hmm. So, um, But they're written as mysteries, some of them. Mm-hmm, some right. of them are written as, like, I would say mystery slash romance, one of them. So, But they do get into the, the nitty-gritty of life. So kind of that enjoyment factor with the
0: romance or the mystery entertaining hopefully but
1: still dealing with tough subjects Tough subjects and Mm -hmm. how to deal with those based on your faith right and and then the other adult ones are just you know straight up mysteries or whatever and i'm currently writing a sci-fi murder mystery ooh that takes place on mars and my youngest son challenged me to write a (laughs) sci-fi book and that is not (laughs) my thing so, I'm a little bit nervous about it because I don't want it to be cheesy. Um, Although sometimes cheesy is fun. Because it's not, and it's, and again, that it deals with a tough subject. When okay. you get to the conclusion, oh. it'll be kind of a thing that maybe you'll see we're dealing with today in our culture. But this is, you know, way in the future. So, anyways. That sounds interesting. That's, I'm working on that right now. I'm about two thirds of the way through. So.
0: Well, I would say that's a success for him to challenge you, and you're already (laughs) two-thirds done. We'll see. We'll see if it turns out all right. Hey, and, you know, to go back to your um, comment about the paragraphs, so what did you do about that, you know, with your fear of not knowing where to break a paragraph? Did you just kind of try to teach yourself or or go forward and not put any paragraph breaks?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I just dove in, and, you know, I had people look at it, you know, before I published Uh it, I looked, you know, like intentionally at examples in books and seeing things. And I I had a sense of it. I wasn't like I didn't know you break when one person, another person speaks after one person speaks, but you know, just how far you go. And I kind of found out that there's not, there's kind of a science to it, but not really like some writers have enormous. like I've noticed that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, they can go on for two pages without taking a paragraph break. So I kind of learned not to be afraid that it's kind of, in a sense, anything goes. Have you ever modeled a character after yourself or someone else? Um,
0: you know, did you find that therapeutic? If you did, I think I
1: answered in the authors oh, under pressure. Yes, we just did our short. I, I'm not going to reveal which one though. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it is therapeutic to. Right, And maybe you know your whole self is not in the character, but elements of yourself uh-huh. are in the character. And that is therapeutic. I mean, you you work through things in your mind, in your heart, like, you know, your emotions of things you've gone through. So um, and the newest uh, book that I'm getting ready to publish, and what's that one called? It's called "A Nose Apart: The Third Adventure, and it's based on a little fictional, creature. I know you're familiar (laughs) with Boba. Her name is Boba. And, you know, we've talked before about how kids, we kind of underestimate them sometimes Mm -hmm. with hard subjects. But kids are dealing with hard things all the time, whether it's bullying or divorce or um, abuse. Um, And so these Boba books are meant to Very gently address tough subjects with children in the eight to twelve age range, and I found this little creature because she's funny and quirky. (laughs) Like it, she she softens. She She softens 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 those things, Um, yeah. And so, the new book deals with um, a child in the midst of a traumatic situation Mm -hmm. um, where the mother has been lost. And the father becomes an alcoholic and starts to hit the child. Uh. And so the child has run away and Boba. The little creature. Discovers this child. And she and her kind, the Ninharia's take this little boy in. And um, there's also um, one of the village people named Mrs. Mayo. And she, in the, first two books she's this really grumpy grouchy always <laughs> trying to get boba in trouble and um they come to find out through this little boy's trauma that mrs mayo had trauma in her past she was abandoned as a child a baby and the so that the ninharias took her in and oh. so we get an understanding of mrs mayo then so it kind of comes full circle
0: yeah and i so. think that's important to kind of you know show people someone's background really has so much to do with their personality, their reactions and to their life, reactions and. today, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I love Boba. She's so funny, yeah. definitely quirky. <laughs> so um, those books are kind of the early chapter book um, mm-hmm. stage, like you said, for ages eight to twelve, and we do have those at the library. So that's always a, a nice thing to be able to recommend to somebody. You know that here's a book that is fun and entertaining, has this cute little character. And yet it also deals with uh, an important topic. Right. And you've got a different topic in each of those three books. So I like those a lot. Thanks. Um, I think, you know, in modeling a character after yourself, even if you don't reveal everything in the character, I think probably the fact that you're considering it and thinking about it would help you to deal with, um, you know, some type of past trauma or something. I'm just kind of speculating here um even if you don't write all of that into the character just mm-hmm. because you're kind of considering it all thinking about all of it and trying to go forward and decide you know well what would the character do and why what would be their motivation based on their past
1: mm-hmm. exactly my past you know depending on
0: mm-hmm. who that
1: is and maybe some element of the reaction from others that we wish we would have gotten ah. you know where and has come to help this boy sometimes. That's not the case. but
0: Right. You're the writer, so you can yeah,
1: make whatever happens. You do happened. the happy ending. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> um, I wanted to know if you would read a short excerpt from one of your books, and I see you have your
1: folder with you. So Sure. This is actually the first chapter of the new Boba book, which we were just talking about. Um, it may be a few minutes, but I think it gives the full sense of her and hopefully introduces the book to everybody, but uh, this is chapter one of A Part: Apart, The Third Adventure. Boba's eyes popped open. Something had startled her awake. She pushed herself up and scanned her cozy bedroom with blurry eyes. Moonlight poured in through the window, softening the darkness. She could just barely make out her favorite toys, tucked snugly in a basket in the corner, her dressing table and mirror, A blanket on the floor with books spread all over it. Everything was as it should be. She felt safe and secure. A drowsy smile crept to her lips. Home. There was nothing better. She laid back and pulled the patchwork quilt tied around her tiny body. She sighed contentedly and closed her eyes. She didn't know what had awoken her. Probably a sound in her dreams. Or Maduro had gotten up to go to the bathroom. Or so he said. She smirked. Her older brother was always making excuses for getting up in the night so he could raid the cookie jar. Boba's mouth watered as she remembered the batch of oatmeal raisin cookies Mama had made earlier that day. Her eyes drifted open. Maybe Maduro had the right idea after all. She pushed the quilt away and sat up, her feet paws dangling over the edge of the bed. Boba considered whether she should risk Mama being cross with her for taking a cookie her footpaw rested on the wood floor as she slid from the bed. Then the other footpaw. Should she? Shouldn't she? She felt an irresistible pull toward the kitchen. She knew what that meant. Just like her need to know things, the craving for cookies was too strong to ignore. She tiptoed softly across the floor to her bedroom door. She opened it slowly and cringed when it squeaked. She looked down the hallway. Neither Mama, Daddy, nor Maduro appeared. She breathed a sigh of relief. She moved into the hallway and made her way inch by inch to the kitchen. She looked over her shoulder every few steps to make sure no one was coming. All clear. When Boba got to the kitchen, she rushed to the cookie jar in the center of the table. She imagined she was an undercover spy as she lifted the lid off the jar. Boba reached in and pulled a cookie out. She put the lid back on and took a huge bite. She was instantly overwhelmed by the delicious flavors of oatmeal and raisin. Cookies were like a song in food form, she thought. As she munched away, she caught a reflection of herself in the kitchen window. She reached up and touched her curly-tipped nose. She was the only ninharia with a curl in their nose. The rest of her kind had long ski-slope noses with no curl. She truly believed her unique nose had been given to her to sniff out information. She lived for information. Information was pure gold to her, especially the kind of information that came from the humans who walked and biked through the nature preserve she and the rest of the Ninharias called home. Mama and Daddy constantly warned her about eavesdropping on the humans, but Boba couldn't seem to help herself. She just had to listen. Her parents told her if she attracted the humans' attention it would endanger all of them. They'd be carted off to a zoo and we'd be prisoners there for the rest of their days. They did admit that she'd become friends with three wonderful humans who could be trusted to keep them safe, but they didn't want to add any more to that number. Boba smiled as she thought of Darren, Ayana, and Emily. They were the truest of friends, the best of humankind. Suddenly a shadow passed by the kitchen window, "'catching Boba's attention. "'What is that?' "'She stood frozen in place, her heart pounding. "'After a few seconds, she forced herself to walk to the window. "'She leaned against the sink and looked out, "'afraid of what she might see. "'The cookie dropped from her footpaw as fear washed over her. "'She knew now what had startled her awake. "'As the moonlight shone through the trees "'just above the hill that hid her village,' Boba saw a dark cloaked figure crashing through the trees. I love it when you end with a cliffhanger. <laughs> I'm I'm a fan of cliffhangers. <laughs> dark
0: cloaked figure. Oh yeah. my goodness. Well, I, as I said before, I love Boba. She's so cute, and I like how you describe her um, very professionally and very well written. Um, you know, what it takes a lot, I think, to learn how to do that narrative description without just seeming to list characteristics of a character you know she had a long nose with a curl in it right um, I really enjoy how you um, write those descriptions thank you that seem very natural and very um, captivating to the audience really hopefully (laughs) (laughs) And Boba is a reader also. She She, is. She had books in her bedroom. She loves books. (laughs) (laughs) Now, when you were a child, did you enjoy reading as well? Oh, yeah. Because you said from the first book that you read, almost, you wanted to write.
1: Yes. In first grade, my teacher actually enrolled me in a speed reading course that the school was offering. So I was already reading
0: well in first
1: grade and then, you know, did the speed reading. So it's just always been a love of mine ever since I was a child so that is really interesting to hear <laughs> wow <laughs> speed
0: reading for six-year-olds it's yeah <laughs> well I bet you got a lot done yeah actually you know, <laughs> finished your homework fast and very fast <laughs> read a lot of except books except for the math <laughs> well I don't know if there's there speed reading speed math
1: <laughs> no not for me there wasn't <laughs> <laughs> me neither
0: <laughs> well Debbie do you ever feel that you get writer's block and if you do what do you do about that
1: Usually just waiting it out, ah. you know, and we've kind of, I think we touched on this a little bit before in an interview, but I more often get plot block, like mm-hmm. I can write, but it's just, where is the plot glo- going? And what I have to do is just wait it out.
0: So while you're waiting, do you just keep writing or do you go and do something else?
1: You know, I just stare at it a lot, or <laughs> you know, like try a sentence and, you know, but it'll eventually just come to me i mean epiphany sounds like a you know eureka highfalutin <laughs> word, but you know what i mean it just something comes to me and it's like ah and then that's the perfect answer yeah, to then it moves what the story next. along okay
0: i i can just imagine you know people out there with writer's block who are struggling and just you know tearing their hair out and everything but i think it would be encouraging to hear that, you know you just stare at it for a while that's that seems simple mm-hmm.
1: and yet it, it works i guess because I guess, you're yeah, thinking about it and not to be afraid of it mm-hmm. like think it's the end of the world because it will come to you true it okay. eventually will so i know you're going to be doing a
0: presentation here at the Maslin public library soon and you've um, presented for us before and been Mm -hmm. to our local author fairs so some folks are familiar with you here but um if folks wanted to purchase your books in the meantime how do they find them and what are some ways to find out more about
1: you um i have a facebook page deborah edmiston author and also an instagram author account deborah edmiston author you can just you know, let's spell your last name for them. E D M I S T E N, and yeah, you know, just search like you would anybody, and you'll find me on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I was talking to the guys earlier. I haven't ventured into TikTok yet, so <laughs> um, just those two. And the well, books, you'll be on TikTok with our short. Oh well, there you with go. With our I'll authors make my debut, pressure. right? There, there you go. <laughs> yeah, but um, the books are for sale on Amazon in paperback. Um, Kindle and Kindle Unlimited so All kinds of different ways If you want to get them before July 12th when I speak I'll have some books for sale that day Um, they're on Amazon Very good and people
0: can see you here at our local author fairs most of the time you attend those in March Mm -hmm. and November so we're looking forward to that later on in the year Um, just wanted to thank you so much for coming in I'm so excited for your next book to come out thank you and hope to see you soon thanks Debbie See you in July (laughs) Thanks. Hey everyone, this is Jeff, and I hope you enjoyed listening to the Lore of the Library Lady podcast. Join us for the local author book fair on Saturday, November 11th, 2023, from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. This event is open to all and is held twice a year in both March and November. Browse, purchase books, meet, and network with local authors. Visit masslinlibrary.org for more information. Hope to see you there!